Hello, everyone, and welcome to Connect, a weekly podcast from the Sparta UMC Collective. Each week, we dive deep into the spiritual themes that we've been exploring at both campuses of Sparta UMC and share some updates from the life of our church collective. Hi, my name is Ben. I'm one of the pastors at Sparta UMC, and typically we have Pastor Michelle with us, but she is um, out of town this week at a at a at an event that she's participating in, and so we have a special guest with us today. I am here with Jenkins, who is a participant Very at our special guest. <laughs> yes, participant at our Hope Fellowship campus that meets at Muddy Creek. So, hi, Jenkins. Welcome. Hello. I'm Jenkins. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we are um, always wanting to talk about some good things that are happening in the life of the church. And hopefully, if you're hearing this before Saturday, we've got a church picnic this Saturday, um, which we're all really excited about. And uh, some special things taking place at both campuses. At the Sparta UMC campus, um, there's a special music service where we are um, worshiping and celebrating with multiple different types of music um, that you can join in with. And at Hope Fellowship, we are having a day where we are praying over our kids who are going back to school um, the next Monday. So we'll be taking some time to talk about the ways that we can navigate anxiety and stress and worry and the ways that we can support each other in community, even if um, maybe that's something that doesn't directly impact us. Um, so we are um, navigating all of those wonderful things this week. And Jenkins and I were talking, all of those things kind of come together to represent what it looks like to live life as a community or um, kind of uh, some Christian theological language for that is body of Christ. Um, so Jenkins, we, we've <laughs> talked about the body of Christ a little bit over the last couple of weeks. Yeah, we have. Yeah. So what's um, when you hear that phrase, body of Christ, what, what does that mean to you? Body of Christ. Um, yeah, I guess that's that's a term that's kind of changed for me a lot over the years. Uh, but more recently, I'm I'm starting to kind of, I guess, take it literally, um, and not literally as in uh, materialistically necessarily. But uh, I'm starting to see it more as um, the the manifestation of Christ's. Uh, I'm going to use some Lord of the Spirits language, potentialities and powers uh, on uh, on this in this world that we live in is the the people and the connection of those who are aiming their lives and directing their lives uh, in the way that that Christ would have us do. Yeah, and so there's there's something really powerful about um, what happens when we're connected in community through Christ, it's a little different than maybe just another club or social gathering. Um, and it's something that is, we were talking about this earlier, something that's kind of unique to Christianity. Mm -hmm. Um, even when you look at global religions, Mm -hmm. um, there, there is a connection to each other through God. Um, that's very powerfully present in the Christian tradition. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, just a little background for me. I, I'm definitely no expert in world religions, but I do have a degree in religious studies from NC State. Uh, so I, I've studied a lot of the world religions, and um, and I continue to study them uh, outside of outside of that context, uh, just mostly curiosity's sake and trying to understand how people see the world. But yeah, it does seem to me that the body of Christ narrative uh, in its community building 
uh, aspect of actual of the direct connection to uh, God or whatever deity for other religions uh, seems pretty unique um, because those the other religions tend to they have community settings they yep. have uh, ways in which uh, people gather to participate in their religion but they don't it doesn't. It's, it seems to be less the focus of the actual way you achieve enlightenment or spiritual connection to, uh, to God. Um, and that, that, that seems to be one of the really uh, central themes, especially through baptism, as we talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, you're, you're actually building the body of Christ and through the connection and through the relationships with the people uh, that are also seeking to connect themselves to God. That's uh, yeah. So would it be fair to say as someone that has studied a lot of other religious traditions is the body of Christ concept, something that draws you to Christianity? Uh, yeah, yeah, it definitely, it definitely is. Um, the, uh, yeah, one of the main reasons that I, I've, I've found myself coming back closer to Christianity cause I've, I, I definitely distanced myself from it for, for quite a while, uh, is that I, my time in the world and my time like away, I guess from the church has, I was trying to solve the problems that I think that Christianity is still trying to solve. And the the problems that I think most people are trying to solve, uh, which is basically being disconnected from truth and being disconnected from reality. Um, and, uh, one of the main desires and thirsts that people have, that's not just a passion, not just something that pulls you away from, uh, yourself or pulls you away from God is actually a desire for community. Everyone talks about it all over mm-hmm. everything, even like YouTube and Facebook. They're like, they all have their little community tabs. Right. Uh, it's so, and then people talk about the rock climbing community, which I'm pretty a big part of, or used to be like, everyone's trying to find a sense of community in this world because it, we're so just um, isolated from one another. Um, that, I've I've been search, searching for a way to try and actually truly build communities for a long time, and the only the only group that I actually saw doing anything in regards to actually building a community where people are actually interconnected, they know what's going on with each other's like their their problems and uh, just everything is is actually the Christian Church. Um, so I started coming closer back to that. And I think that is what the body of Christ is, is that, uh, that power and can, the sense of community. Yeah. That's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Um, you know, when I, when I moved here, when, when my wife and I, and our, at that time we only had my daughter, Margot. Sam hadn't been born yet. We moved here 11 years ago. Mm. And, um, that was part of what drew us to Sparty UMC. When we moved here is we saw that type of body of Christ community, um, at work, um, here in this in this church community, and um, you know, you mentioned being connected and involved in each other's lives, and that was one of the things I noticed right away was people who barely knew us. We were essentially strangers. Started taking care of us. Started um, paying attention to the life of my kids. Started being involved and helping us. You know, we were here. Um, on the top of a mountain in the middle of nowhere, no grandparents, no family anywhere nearby. You didn't move here uh, in a pastoral sense either. Right? No, you I were didn't. Doing, you were teaching at the time. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. So um, we felt fully embraced and loved and supported by this community, which um, was it's that's what the body of Christ looks like. Mm-hmm. I, I think tangibly in real life um, is when we realize that 
someone else isn't an other. They are our neighbor. They are connected to us deeply through Christ and through life. Mm -hmm. And so we care for each other. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think Paul's language for that that we talked about on Sunday was um, when one when one member of the body suffers, we all suffer together. And when one when one member is honored, we all celebrate together. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah. Another another aspect of that I think that kind of differentiates uh, the core of Christianity is uh, the flipping of the flipping of the the common narrative of success, I guess, and that that that's what actually. Uh, the the standard narrative is what breaks apart community and what breaks people apart and keeps them separated. Um, and that's uh, taking things for yourself, looking after yourself, like being that individual. But what the body of Christ is doing, you the Christ narrative is sacrificing himself, is yep. letting himself go. So that's how you actually build a community. And, and that's why it's so central to it. Um, but yeah, it's just that like, you actually more and as you get closer to Christ, you actually lose yourself more and more, uh, and you are connected to those around you more and more. And that's yeah, that that's I guess that's salvation overall, as, as I see it or as I understand yeah. it. And that's that's a real practical way that we follow the example of Jesus mm-hmm. is by giving up ourselves to be a part of a greater whole mm-hmm. and care for each other. Yeah. So as, as we said at Hope Fellowship this week, we are taking a, a kind of a whole day um, to acknowledge that some members of our community, the children, mm-hmm. are going to school the next day. Yeah. And that's something that doesn't necessarily impact everyone that comes to Hope Fellowship. Um, and that that's kind of the point um, is, you know, our worship gatherings are formative places and they can help us learn how to follow Jesus in our everyday lives. And we felt like this was a great way to say, even if you're not going back to school or you're not starting a new chapter in life or you don't have any children or grandchildren um, that are going back to school, um, there's a good group of people in this community that are. So Mm -hmm. even if that doesn't impact you, what's a way that you can still support someone that it is impacting? Um, And, Back to school is kind of a tangible way to do that, but there's a lot of other situations in life mm-hmm. that may be less tangible, a little more abstract, where someone might be going through something in your community, in the body of Christ, doesn't directly impact you, but you can still empathetically lay yourself aside to come alongside them and to enter into that situation with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to go back and talk just a little bit about the specific um, back to school situation that we've got going on at Hope Fellowship, I'm definitely one of those people that is, uh, I'm I'm as disconnected to the school life as you can be. I haven't had any kids, don't have any kids. Um, I don't even, I have memories of my own going back to school. Um, but I'm, I'm actually really excited about that. I think it'll be really cool um, to to be able to help the generations kind of mingle together and that's mm-hmm. another thing hope fellowship specifically does is we have what what is their youngest it, we have like a two-year-old yeah a two-year-old and we maybe yeah yeah we've, we've got a baby on the way too okay um, yeah, yeah yeah we do yeah. and uh then i guess uh, bob is probably our oldest regular member and it's just all of those people are always even the kids are always in together with us so it gives us this this life to to the to the gatherings that we have 
um, where sometimes the, the kids will, you know, be kids and it'll interrupt and we'll all kind of f- shift our attention collectively to the scream that the two year old just yep. let out. And then we'll all just kind of giggle and then we'll all move back to what we're doing. Um, but the back to school thing, I feel like is going to, uh, deepen that experience where we're all kind of shifting our attention, um, more so to the kids, but also to the parents and the people who are, you know, involved in that directly, but to what they've got going on. Um, which most of the time kids are totally ignored. I feel like in, uh, most of adult life. Uh, yeah. and, um, yeah, it'll be a good time to just be able to shift focus onto them and, and I don't know, just get involved more with the actual emotional feelings and, and the life, the things that are going on in the kids' lives. Um, so yeah, as being someone who's disconnected from that, I think it's a really good example of, uh, trying to manifest the body of Christ in a practical uh, in a practical way. Yeah. And you mentioned something too about having multiple generations together, which is, I, I think, a really exciting aspect on, of both campuses at yeah. Sparta UMC and something in our culture that's kind of unique to body of Christ communities because so often we're separated by either our ages or... Mm-hmm. Even I, in it, school, it's so Even strange. in school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you get divided up by a year, and then you don't yes. really associate with the other year. That's just one of the small that's ways true. in which we we divide ourselves away from you know, the body of Christ narrative, the, the collectiveness, the way that we're supposed to actually be together. But, yeah. Sorry, keep going. Oh, no, that's, that's right. Um, and so church is this interesting place where we have this unique opportunity to hear from and learn from each other mm-hmm. as we live life together. I remember uh, early on in our uh, kind of experiment at the Muddy Creek campus, mm-hmm. uh, Jenkins, you mentioned how much you enjoyed having the kids in the service mm-hmm. because um, I think your words were something along the lines of they they say things that us adults might think but don't say out loud. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which <laughs> they say the quiet parts out loud. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They haven't developed the same filters that we have. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And goodness, they add so much to the conversation um, at Hope mm-hmm. Fellowship. And I know that's something kids experience at the Sparta UMC campus as well. And what a great way for people to learn from each other. Um, because mm-hmm. if you're older than a child, then you have probably have a lot of wisdom that children can learn from. Mm-hmm. And um, younger folks have a lot of new perspective that older folks can learn from. Um, there's a real uh, a beauty in that kind of give and take that can happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And just something that popped into my head, I think, I think it's in Mark I was reading and it was talking about how, uh, this is, I'm not an exact quote cause it's off the top of my head, but, uh, Jesus was talking about how you're not going to come to the kingdom of heaven unless you come uh, in a childlike way, right? unless you can view it through the lens of a child. So hopefully, uh, through hope fellowship and through this specific like school weekend, we can, the adults can kind of take a, take a little bit of a, a view of how the, uh, how the kids are looking at the world and how children are actually experiencing the world and maybe get a sense of what that might look like. So, yeah. What that might look like for us for as us, we yeah. seek to enter into the kingdom as well. Yeah. Yeah. So we've got some exciting opportunities this week at this, within the collective of ministries at Sparta UMC. And, uh, you know, we mentioned the picnic and I just think that is an example of another way and that we can build relationships and grow closer to each other. Just because it's something that 
is fun doesn't mean it doesn't have a tremendous amount of value when mm-hmm. it comes to building community and being a part of each other's lives. Um, and I think the same thing about the singing service at Sparta UMC on Sunday. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be a great way um, to celebrate together um, what we share in common in Christ. Yep. Yeah. Eating together is really important for becoming a body. <laughs> yes, it <laughs> you is. You have to consume in order to uh, to maintain your body. Yes. So, yeah. So, Come to the picnic on Saturday <laughs> and eat some good food. We've got the Pines catering, uh, which is going to be awesome. Well, friends, thank you all for joining us on the podcast today. Um, we look forward to future conversations. Pastor Michelle will be back next week, and we hope to see you around the collective. Until then, go in grace and peace. <laughs> <laughs>